Greetings, greetings, greetings to my listeners. Uh, wonderful, wonderful to be back again on this day. You know, it's a wonderful afternoon. I'm loving the weather in Cape Town. You are chilling here with your host, Lady G, on Gifts with Google. Always I'm excited to be coming to just share the word of God with you so that we can sit together and we can chat. We just want to hear what God has in store for us. As we said, it is the month of March. Uh, we are gearing up for our Easter weekend, the Passover. The Passover is upon us. So we bless God that he has kept us thus far. We've lost a lot of loved ones. Uh, we thank God that we are here to be able to see this Passover. Uh, I'm just thinking of a song. It's one of my son's favorite songs. Um, it was recorded last year during COVID. It's a, a Passover. It says, uh, it's Tavi, Tavi, that's what he loves. But the, basically that song says, when you, when I see the blood, I will pass over. When I see the blood, I will pass over. When I see the blood, I will pass over. There is a po- beautiful picture that I saw on Facebook. Uh, it's got a door and it's on the door on the door post there is the blood and uh, what the picture says is god did not check who was inside whether the person inside oh this just brought me to tears whether the person inside was worthy or deserving he did not check all he was looking for was his blood was the blood so that is what jesus has done for us i looked at my life i said father i am one of those who are undeserving unworthy of everything that you've done for me but because you saw the blood you saw the blood you passed over you saw the blood you made me worthy you made me righteous you made me deserving you made this unfaithful generation to be so deserving of your love of your forgiveness of everything because you saw your son's mighty precious blood the blood of jesus the blood of jesus oh we are so grateful for this blood so we are truly looking forward to pass over because it is a reminder to us what the blood of jesus has done who the blood of jesus is to us and what the blood of jesus will forever and always be to us how can we forget how can we forget we don't just celebrate the blood of jesus when it's passed over but every single day this is why he says as often as you do this you know we do we have communion every single day in our houses every time i drink out of that cup i am making a declaration to the devil i'm making a declaration in the atmosphere that this is my Jesus's blood. My Jesus defeated you, devil. My Jesus died and he rose again. My Jesus forever lived. You know, it is a declaration, not just about the things that the blood of Jesus has. The blood of Jesus has victory, has everything, but I am proclaiming it. I am proclaiming it to say, this is who my Jesus is. The blood, the blood the blood you know so when we do those things we are just sort of like reminding ourselves and proclaiming it and also declaring it to the kingdom of darkness 
there are acts that I do and I say this is for you devil I want you to be aware that when I drink this blood when I eat out of this body I am showing you that who Jesus is in my life a victorious king a king who died and he rose my God my God, that is the Jesus that we serve. But I am not here to talk over about to talk about the Passover. We are going to be sharing something. We just came out of a camp, a beautiful camp, the Esther camp. And I think out of that, prior to that, I had to really study the book of Esther and unpack it for myself as well. And God is still talking to me about it because when we look at Esther, it's the picture of a church. And this is these were the things that God was unpacking to me about the church you know about the church my listeners so we are going to go to the book of Esther we are going to read uh, I promise I'm not gonna be long in reading but I just want us to read that first that whole first chapter of Esther uh, I'm not gonna be long so it says I'm reading from the good news translation Queen Vashti defies king the king zexex i struggle to pronounce these uh, arabian names from his royal throne in persia capital city of susa king zexex ruled 127 provinces all the way from india to ethiopia in the third year of his reign he gave a banquet for all his officials and administrators the armies of the persian and the media were present as well as the governors and noblemen of the province for six whole months he made a show of the riches of the imperial court with all its splendor and majesty after that the king gave a banquet for all the people in the capital city of Zusa, rich and poor alike it lasted a whole week and was held in the gardens of the royal palace the courtyard there was decorated with blue and white cotton curtains tied by cords of fine purple linen to silver rings on the marble columns. Couches made of gold and silver had been placed in the courtyard, which was paved with marble, red feldspar, spining mother of pearl, and purple turquoise. Drinks were served in gold cups, no two of them alike, and the king was generous with the royal one the royal wine there were no limits on the drinks the king had given orders to the palace servant that everyone could have as much as they wanted meanwhile inside the royal palace queen vashni was giving a banquet for the woman on the seventh day of this of his banquet the king was drinking and feeling happy so he called in the seven eunuchs who were in his uh, personal servant who were his personal servants saw him Mehuman, uh, Bitsta, Haman, Bechta, Abachta, Zesta, and uh, I'm so sorry he ordered them to bring in Queen Vashni wearing her royal crown the queen was a beautiful woman and the king wanted to show off her beauty to the officials and all his guests but when the servants told Queen Vashni of the king's command she refused to come this made the king very very furious 
Now it was the king's custom to ask for expert opinion on questions of the law and order. So he called for his advisors who would know what should be done. Those he most often turned to for advice uh, were uh, Krishna, Shesta, Amata, Tash, Messes, Messina, and oh God, the seven officials of Persia and Media who held the highest offices in the kingdom. He said to these men, I, King Xerxes, sent my servants to Queen Vashni with a command and she refused to obey it. What does the law say that we should do with her? I love this. No one is above the law, which is the word of God. Then um, Mem Memukhan declared to the king and his officials, Queen Vashni has insulted not only the king, but also his officials. In fact, every man in the empire, every woman in the empire will start looking down on her husband as soon as she hears what the queen has done they will say king Xerxes commanded queen vashni to come to him and she refused when the wives of the royal officials of persia and media hear about the queen's behavior they will be telling their husbands about it before the day is out wives everywhere will start to disrespect out their husband they said if it please your majesty issue a royal proclamation that Vashni may never appear before the king have it written into the loves of Persia and media so that it can never be changed then give her place as a queen to a better woman when your proclamation is made known all over this huge empire every woman will treat her husband with proper respect whether he's rich or poor the king's officials they all liked the idea and they enforced the idea that is basically the book of esther chapter one i said we were going to read the whole uh chapter so that we are as, as i'll be talking from the story we get an idea of what it is that i am talking about so I remember before when we used to read the story, uh, because we always, people always highlighted the part about the king being drunk. That is what it said. So we thought the king was literally, you know, drunk. He was a drunken husband who wanted to just abuse her, his wife, parade naked in front of the people. That is how the people have always interpreted this scripture before. That is not what this scripture, this, this book is telling us. It first talks about the crown that Queen Vashni had on. And she was beautiful. So Queen Vashni was the picture of a church, you know. And God want, did not want just to parade us naked. He wanted the people, the world to see our beauty, to see our crown because he crowns us with glory and honor. The crown that he's given us is not for us. He crowns us for his glory and honor. So when he was calling Vashni, he wanted the people to see the crown. This is what I have done for my church. 
But because sometimes when God blesses us, we become such people that can sin and curse with the blessing. Now I get to understand why Jabez said the prayer of Jabez that we love so much. Jabez says, bless me, oh God, bless me indeed. And then he goes on to say, keep your hand on me so that I may not sin. Because it's so easy to sin with the blessing that God has given us. This is exactly exactly what Queen Vashni did when that crown was sitting on her head pride stepped in because now she had everything she could even throw her own banquet imagine that while the king of kings is throwing a banquet me as the church me as Ukuku because I'm a prophet me as Ukuku because I'm a pastor me as Ukuku because I'm an evangelist I'm an apostle I am highly anointed I am mental I decide to throw my own Hasn't man done that where we've gone against the word of God and we've exalted our doctrines higher than what the word of God says? While God is saying this to his church, Gugu is busy throwing her own doctrine and exalting her doctrine high above what the word of God is saying. And these are the things that we have found ourselves in as a church where we have esteemed our doctrine, where we've even esteemed the things that God has given us higher than God. Her beauty, her crown, she was beautiful. Who makes us beautiful? Jesus makes us beautiful. He makes, he beautifies us as he cleanses us with his blood. We come beautiful. People want to see this beauty. But now because he has made me beautiful, he has made my name known, my name to be great, suddenly I decide that no, it is all this glory, all of this that you have given me is no longer for me to serve you with. It is for me to exalt my name. That is what King Vashni did. Queen Vashni never had this crown before she became a queen. She got this crown because of king. Because of the king. The king gave her this crown. What is it that God has given you? What are the things that God has glorified your life with? That has beautified your life with? People call you fruitful. People call you blessed. You were barren at one, at one point in time. But today they call you beautiful because you've produced beautiful children. Now all of a sudden you are seeing these children more glorified than your God who has given you them. That is what Queen Vashni did. She was spitting in her king's face. Because that is what we do at times. God mentals us with the mental to deliver people, the mental to heal the sick, but familiarity steps in. Familiarity steps in. We become familiar with the things of God until we think it is us who is doing it. When it is actually God. And this is what Queen Vashni did. Highly favored, highly blessed. Now she decides that no, I have the favor, I have the blessing, I can do without you, King. Let us not be caught in that, my listeners. Let us never be caught in such a state, my listeners. Let us know at all times that we are here because God has mentored us, because God is the one who has glorified us, because God is the one who has beautified us. 
we are here because God chose us. We did not choose him. He chose us. Peter says we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are crowned with his glory and honor. Then suddenly this crown and this glory that he has given us, we decide to spit in his face. This is what Queen Vashni did. We must do an introspection, saints of the Most High God. We must examine ourselves. We must examine ourselves. Why are we suddenly causing disorder in the house? It says, meanwhile, inside the royal palace, inside the royal palace, the king has thrown a party. He has thrown a banquet where he has invited everyone. But because Gugu sees herself as more anointed and mental than the man of God that she submits under, she decides to throw her own banquet her own party oh the man of God says this is what we are going to do Google decides to call the people aside and said no we are not going to this is what Queen Vashni did she was causing disunity within the palace meanwhile inside the royal palace Queen Vashni was giving a banquet for the woman inside these are the things that are happening inside the church this is why the book of Esther is about the church the man of God has said, this is what we are going to do for, for, for the Passover. Plans are being laid out. The man of God has spoken. But because Gugu sees herself more mental, more anointed, more gifted than the man of God, she suddenly turns to the women around her. She turns to the people by her side. This is rubbish. We are going to have our own intercession. Huh? Because now we use these big words. Yes, we're going to be having our own prophetic summit. This is what we are going to be doing. I don't believe this man, the man of God, heard from God correctly. Inside, inside the house of God, inside the church, Queen Vashni causing such a disunity. The king had invited everyone, everyone. And the king said, people must eat as much as they want. They must be drunk in the spirit. This banquet that is, is for everyone. But Google decides that no, what this woman of God is saying, what prophetess Shireen is saying is not on. We are not going to do that. We're not going to attend this service that she has called us into. We are going to have our own these are the things that are happening inside the house of God. The word of God says inside the palace, Vashni threw her own party. The king was not aware. The king was not aware because the king would not have called her if he had known she was having her own party. Meaning this was not from God. And these are the things that we do. These are the things that we do, children of the Most High God. God mentals us. He anoints, anoints us. And then suddenly we feel that we are more, we are more anointed than the people we submit to. 
I remember a time when God had to pull me of this because sometimes you can be in a place where you are more anointed than the man of God who is sitting there. But God wants us to honor them. I had to honor the man of God that I sat under. When he would minister the word, I would think, my God, what is this? If I could break this word further down, I was becoming a Queen Vashni. I didn't know how many of us have become Queen Vashnis and we didn't know Vashni was replaced. Be careful. You might be replaced very soon. You might be replaced and look at Vashni. She had all the beauty. She had the crown, meaning that God had crowned her. She was once a, a woman of God or a man of God who was used by God, anointed. That's why she had a crown. She was crowned by God. And this is what happens, especially to those of us who are used by God, where we get to a point in time where we think we are more anointed than the Eli's that God has set over us. No matter what happened, that Vashni spirit must not crept in in your life. Recognize it. Prune it out, my listener. Prune it out because... There are people who are sick and who are dying and we will pray for you until Jesus comes back. You will never be healed because some of you, we go around speaking bad about the men and the women of God that we submit under. This is why Paul, Peter, Paul, the apostle speaks about in the book of Corinthians. Some of you are sick. It's not because you are sick ill in the physical sense. It's a spiritual sickness. You've, you've allowed the cancer to grow in you. you You've allowed all of these conditions to grow in you by your spirit being bitter, by you gossiping and speaking bad about the man of God. Be careful, Vashni. Be careful. This is what the spirit of Vashni does. It makes you think you are more anointed. You are more anointed than the man of God that God has put you under. Be careful. Careful, my listener. Vashni was replaced. Vashni was replaced. Vashni was replaced. God is not short of people to use just because he has used you and you think if you don't do what God says you must do God is short of people he will even find a donkey so God is not short of people he says I chose you because he is not short of people to use he chose us God chose us that is what God says. Queen Vashni was replaced with a beautiful crown, with all her beauty. Mm. With all her beauty. And the church has been replaced in so many things. With all our beauty. But people can't see our beauty as the church. 
people don't see our beauty where there is drugs people are supposed to see the beauty of the church the crown of the church is supposed to draw them to us because they will find deliverance in us where there is domestic violence where there is but the church is filthy we are gossipers we are murderers we are we are fraudsters every kind of evil sickness sin is found in the house of god is found in the house of god and yet we're supposed to be this beautiful church we are supposed to be having this crown where god has crowned us he says, I've crowned you with glory and honor. That's the glory and the honor that the king wanted Vashni to parade in front of everyone. God is so proud of us, his servant. God is so proud of us, his church. He wants wherever we go, people to see that this is what our father has done for us. This is what our maker has done for us. Every time my gift comes into play, God is saying, this is what I have done. But Vashni decided that this crown and this gift was no longer for the masters. It was hers to display with whenever she wanted to. There are times when we don't feel, you know, I've seen it even with worshippers, where you might be depressed, where you might be, uh, you, you know, there are things that happen to us. We are human beings. But God is saying, I've called you as a worshipper. Whether you are despondent, you are depressed, you are going through what, but when I want you to come and worship me, you better come and worship me because I made you the worshipper. I love this song by Planet Shakers that said, I was made for you. I was made for your embrace. I was made for your worship. I was made for you. Colossians says all things were created by him, for him. So whatever gift I have, whatever mental I have, it was for him to glorify him. Not so that Google can be known and everybody says, wow, what a great teacher. Wow, what a great prophet. Wow, what a great intercessor. It's not for that. It's for God to be glorified. And, and God is saying, if I could give Vashni that crown and that beauty, I can do it for you. So every time Vashni stands and parades a crown and a beauty, God is saying, this is what I can do for my body, for my church. But Vashni wanted to keep it all to herself. And Vashni was replaced. How many have been replaced? How many have been replaced? How many great names do we know of that we don't hear anymore? When they stand in front to minister, we ask ourselves what happened. They thought the crown of honor was for theirs. They did not realize it was for God. It was for God. They did not realize. Just like how we gave those talents in the book of the Gospels, he gave them talents. They went and they multiplied them. When he came back, he asked for them. 
So whatever God has given you, he will come back and he will ask you, what did you do with it? Did you, your motives, God will check our motives. What were my motives for praying? What were my motives for ministering? Was it because people can see how anointed I am? My God. What were your motives? What were your motives? That is what God is saying. That is what God is saying. Queen Vashti, if you are not careful, you will be replaced. You will be replaced. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You will be replaced. I love it. When we read further, we're not going to read, but I think, um, chapter um, verse it's the same chapter one but the verses before verse 19 the word of god says after this happened mm, jesus i love god he doesn't just discard us quickly he doesn't just discard us quickly remember in the garden of eden when adam and eve sinned he didn't just discard us quickly he went to heaven and he had a hearing and he said, what must we do? What must we do? When the angels sinned in heaven, there was never a meeting. He quickly created hell and he threw them there. That's why David says, what is mere man? That thou art so mindful. My God, what is the son of man? that thou visited him you've crowned him with your glory and with your honor you made him a little lower than you oh god and then you gave him full dominion over the works of your hands so when we sinned in the garden of eden that is what was in god's mind he said how shall we save them and jesus said i will go i will be the one who will pay the ransom so even here, after this, he went, he called the wise man. He called the wise man and he had a discussion with them. What must be done in this situation? Nobody is above the law. The law in this instance for me is the word of God. Doesn't matter how anointed you are how heavily mantled you are you can be the apostle the bishop the intercessor that can intercede 24 hours you can be the most hospitality person we can ever think of but when you go against the word of god it doesn't matter god will strike you off the roll he says my word i have esteemed it high above E above everything, even above himself, with all of his compassion and everything, but he is bound by his word. So they went and they consulted. What does the word of God say that must be done to such a person? What does the word of God say? And the bridegroom's company went and they searched the scriptures they said this is what must be done so none of us are above the word it doesn't matter even if you've raised a hundred sick dead people you've you've cleared the hospitals we can hear of your name and people say 
Gugu had one of the greatest revivals. She healed the sick. She healed so many. She even raised people like so many Lazaruses from the grave. But when I go against the word of God, and when I go against the word of God, I will be stricken off the roll. I will be replaced. The minute I go against the word of God, Vashni went against the word of God. God calls you to appear before him. God calls you into intimacy. God calls you because he wants you to be seen, to be seen, your glory to be seen by the world so that through his glory, all men will be drawn to him. And you dare say no. God is saying, Queen Vashni, I am about to replace you. I am about to replace you as I am closing my listeners. I am about to replace you. This is what has happened in the body of Christ. That is why God is raising in this season. He is raising the nobodies and he is making them. is raising the nobodies and he is bringing them up into the front line and people are going to say who are these we've never heard of them we don't know who are they God has been busy raising them up just like he did with David God raised David up in the backfield nobody just appears from nowhere no nobody appears from nowhere God is silently raising up the people that are going to replace you Vashni David came from the backside of the bush. He came from the backside of the field where he was tending his father's lion, his father's sheep. When he stepped onto the scene, everybody asked, who is this? They didn't know that God had already set him up by making him fight the bear and making him fight the lion. He was never in the forefront so God is busy raising up a people that are going to replace you, Queen Vashni. Just because you are anointed, you have been mantled. You are a mega church pastor. You are this and that. Your name is known. Your name is great on this planet earth. But is your name known in heaven? God will replace the Vashnis that have kept the glory and the honor of God for themselves. This was never for you. It was about to glorify him. It was about to draw all men to him. But we have drawn men unto us. We have been like the Queen Vashnis who have done this evil deed. Inside the palace, we've had our own banquet when God has called a banquet. But we've made churches of our into our own doctrines. We've called banquets on our own names. This is what we have done. God has called a banquet. But the Queen Vashnis of this day are busy hosting their own banquets. And God is saying, go back to the drawing books. Go back, go back. But you are refusing. He's even calling you to his side so that he can, he can recalibrate you. So that he can prune you. So that he can purify you and cleanse you. But you refuse. You are like Vashni. You refuse. And God is saying, today I am going to replace you. There is a people that I am busy preparing. 
There is a people that you have not heard of. Their names are not known, but I am busy preparing them. They are in the porter's house. I am molding them. I am shaping them. I am making them into the shape that I want them to be. I am making them into the vessels that I want them to be. That is what God is saying. Be careful, Vashni. Be careful. You are about to be replaced. My God, you are about to be replaced. God is saying enough is enough. I've tolerated you long enough, Vashni. I gave you all of this crown. I gave you all of this beauty. But you now and again are going against my will. I've tolerated you long enough. I am about to remove you. I am about to replace you. I'm about to replace you. God has been patient with us as his church. God has been patient with us as his body. He is saying in this season, I am about to move you. You've stood. You saw era. You've stood in the way of the Davids. I am about to replace you. I'm about to move you. I'm about to move you. Be careful, Vashni. Turn from your evil ways. Turn from the error of your ways. Turn from the error of your ways. We are about to go into Passover. The blood is still able to do it. The blood still heals. The the blood still cleanses, purifies. Imagine being found inside and being casted out. My God. Oh, Jesus. May I never be in that place, please, Lord. May I be like Uchabes when he says, keep your hand on me. May you keep your hand on me at all times, Lord God, so that I may not sin. Every time, God, as you've mentored me, as you've ordained me, as you have anointed me, May you keep your hand on me so that I may not sin. Let us say that prayer like Jabez. Let this be the cry of our heart. That Father, keep your hand on me so that I may not sin. So that I may not sin. This is why I say now I understand what Jabez meant meant when he prayed this prayer when he prayed this prayer first chronicles chapter 4 from verse 10 to 9 that is where we find this prayer of Jabez when we read it says Jabez cried out to God of Israel all oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain and that may you grant me the request I love it in the in the King James version because King James says it says that you would keep me uh, that may you keep me from evil so that you keep me from sinning it's only the mighty hand of God that can do that Jabez speaks about this after he has asked for all the blessings 
Because the blessing can make you to sin. The anointing makes you pompous. It makes you proud. It makes you arrogant because you are anointed and you think you can talk anyhow because you are heavily, heavily mantled by the, the heavens. So it makes you think you can do as you please and talk anyhow. You are pompous. But God is saying just like Vashni, I will replace you. I will replace you. My listeners, may you be blessed uh, I don't think we will have enough time to do our declarations. We will definitely do them tomorrow. May you be blessed. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you. May the Lord, um, may, may you be blessed by the almighty God. May you be blessed. I don't know what I can say to you, my listeners. May you be blessed. May God crown you with glory and honor, with all the beauty. May he fulfill all the desires that you have i love you my listeners until we meet again tomorrow same place same time you chilling here with your host lady j we're still going to continue talking about this book of esther there are some great things that god has said in this book as much as he starts with the rebuke i love it he chastises and rebukes those whom he loves he starts by rebuking us and taking out a switch on us and just smacking us as his little children but when we go further down there are some great things that god has in store for us in this book of esther i love you my listeners i bless you and thank you for giving me this time i'm signing out knows you were born for the throne room are there any throne room people here born to live in the presence are there anybody that are people of the presence here are there any people of the presence here Woo. the throne room is calling us there's a sound from the throne going all over the earth calling people deeper in and we respond tonight to the cry of the throne just lift your hands everybody
Lift up holy hands all over this room. 